I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast from PRX. Today, we take a look at the Big Ears Festival 2023. This is one of the coolest festivals in the country, showcasing artists from the bleeding edges of music in several genres, from the avant-garde of classical music to jazz and rock. In the Big Ears world, that can also include traditional musicians reinvigorating a music heritage. You may think you know what Big Ears Festival is, but there are always things in the lineup of some 150 artists that makes you say, what? I'll be talking to Big Ears founder, Ashley Caps. We're not at Bonnaroo anymore, Toto. Joining us in support of Echoes is Kevin Keller, an artist who's been in Echoes' favor for more than 25 years. With his intimate piano, lush strings, and vast sonic spaces, Kevin Keller has inspired listeners with his ambient chamber music since the mid-1990s. In fact, I first coined the term ambient chamber music in reference to Kevin. So it's kind of full circle that his latest album is also called Ambient Chamber Music. It's a compilation of some of his best works in that chamber mode, and it features performances by cellist Clarice Jensen, Mina Cho, and late and great David Darling. Now, stretch your ears with Ashley Caps of the Big Ears Festival. It's another year and another Big Ears Festival. This is the four-day meeting of music from across the spectrum, but mostly on the bleeding edge of contemporary sounds. And this year is no different. It takes place in Knoxville, Tennessee from March 30th to April 2nd. As we've done every year since 2016, we're going to take a look at the breadth of the festival with founder Ashley Caps. And somehow the music we all grew up listening to doesn't relate to our adult reality and our new dreams. The music we grew up with doesn't speak for us in the new era. Like I'm going through. talking to Ashley Caps on the Riverside.fm app. Ashley doesn't look like the kind of person you'd see at his early signature festival, Bonnaroo. He's in his late 60s with short white hair, framing an avuncular face, kind of like your jokester uncle. A native of Knoxville, he doesn't have so much as a southern drawl, but a southern drag. Ashley's big ears and open mind is something he acquired at a very young age when he stumbled on Absolutely Free. That was the second album by Frank Zappa's Mothers of Invention. Add a quote from avant-garde composer Edgar Varese, the modern-day composer who refuses to die. That 
quote from Edgar Varese that was on the early Mother's record made me wonder who Edgar Varese was. And I went to the library and found out, and uh, you know, that was kind of it. And then you got like the Eric Dolphy Memorial Barbecue and uh, all of those great Zappa things. Uh, those were uh, mind-expanding, ear-opening records at the time. There was nothing quite like it. It was an epiphany in the sense that it opened up my ears and my curiosity and started uh, just a path of exploration at music and and also more than music. You know, to me, music is just a it's an entryway, a path towards uh, exploring the world and culture itself. Ashley's been doing that as a concert promoter for decades. He founded the Bonnaroo Festival and took Moogfest to a new level. But now he concentrates only on the Big Years Festival, an annual gathering of exploratory musical minds that began in 2009. This year's festival is centered by the 70th birthday celebration of John Zorn, an artist who exemplifies the festival's ethos. The reason we could have John play eight or nine concerts last year and bring him back this year and do 10 more, not a single one of those concerts is the same as any of the others. There will be vocal work, acapella vocal work for a female chorus. There's a more or less standard piano trio performance of music written for that. There's Painkiller with Dave Lombardo from Slayer and Bill Laswell on bass and Zorn himself on sax. He's one of the most uh, omnivorous and multidisciplinary artists that I know. He draws from uh, so many different traditions, not just musical traditions, but also art and aesthetic traditions of all kinds. He's a completely unique composer and creator in that way. On a panel at 2022's Big Ears Festival, John Zorn made this simple statement about his music. This is not entertainment. (laughs) I saw that. And how do you take that? Well, uh... From an artist's perspective, I understand where he's coming from. From a listener's perspective, I find art entertaining. So, you know, the, the experience of sitting in the audience and appreciating those concerts was definitely entertaining to me, but saying so doesn't in any way diminish the artistry involved. So it depends on how you define entertainment, and I would just say that I define entertainment somewhat differently than the way that John does. Well, how would you consider his explanation? I mean, if it's not entertainment, then what is it? Well, I think what he's saying is that entertainment exists to please an audience first and foremost, and he's creating music 
that he hopes there is an audience that will appreciate it, but it is not first and foremost created with the goal of pleasing a certain existing audience. It is about the exploration of uh, ideas and possibilities in music. No one has taken that further than John Zorn. Another musician with that sensibility, and one who has played with his own extensively as a guitarist, Bill Frizzell. He's performed at Big Ears so often, you might think of him as the house band. I don't so much consider him to be the house band as uh, perhaps most valuable player, you know? Bill is such a, a consummate and prolific collaborator with so many great artists that uh, there's a, a natural tendency with the booking for him to be part of one of the programs that we're discussing no matter what and pretty soon Bill's playing like six shows. We've got a North American premiere of his orchestra collaboration with charts by uh, Michael Gibbs and uh, we've also uh, got his new quartet that just released a record on Blue Note uh, called Four. No denying the eclecticism of big ears, but you couldn't be faulted if you thought it was a jazz festival. Well, uh, it could be a jazz festival if you wanted it to be. I think uh, each day has uh, some really wonderful jazz programming, and if you wanted to simply restrict yourself to those programs, I think you could have a wonderful weekend. I would say that it's probably, you know, if you do an actual count, which I have not, I would say that jazz is maybe 25% of the programming. It's certainly not half, but it varies every year. Of course, that depends what you consider jazz these days. <laughs> That's also an open-ended question, isn't it? Among the jazz artists at the festival are legendary 84-year-old saxophonist Charles Lloyd, trumpeter Wadada Leo Smith, pianist Anthony Coleman, and V.J. Iyer, bassist William Parker, and the Sun Ra Orchestra. Electronic music is also there, although mostly of an avant-garde variety reflected by pioneer Morton Sobotnik. 
it's a thrill to get Morton Sabotnik to come to the festival. And again, that's another conversation that uh, had actually started back before COVID and then got sidelined for a while. Didn't happen in 2022, but uh, fortunately is happening now. I had uh, the opportunity of working with Morton Spotnik a number of years ago, back when we were programming and producing Moogfest in Asheville. There's also Winotrix, Point Never, Caterina Barbieri, and King Brit. festival this year falls across April Fool's Day. Given the wild nature of big ears, one has to wonder. At this point, I can say that I have not deliberately programmed anything for April Fool's Day, but who knows? Indeed, because Big Ears is notorious for booking last-minute acts and surprise guests. What will not be a joke or surprise is the vanguard quality of the music, because unlike most of his age group peers, Ashley Capps is still exploring new sounds. That's true. I don't like all of the stuff that I liked 30 years ago, but I like much of the stuff that I've listened to 30 years ago. So uh, I do listen to music from that period, but also um, like to stay fresh in, in my appreciations. It's just, you know, like you, it's just the way that I'm wired for whatever reason. You can get wired, bludgeoned, and sent off into space at the Big Ears Festival March 30th through April 2nd in Knoxville, Tennessee. They have well over 125 artists appearing. You can see the list and more information at BigEarsFestival.org. I will have a link to the Big Ears Festival and the posting for this podcast at echoes.org. I'll also have a playlist for everything you heard in the feature. Once again, it's at echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org, O-R-G. Next week, I've got another complete Echoes interview. I know last week I said I'd have the Klaus Schulze interview for today's post, but I was wrong. But next week, we will hear the first of two parts of my epic interview with the German electronic pioneer from 1982 that was at the height of his creative power. I'm John DiLiberto. This has been the Echoes Podcast from PRX. See you next week, tonight, on the radio, somewhere in the country, or at Echoes Online right now or whenever you want.